Keep me in prayer. I have an interview on Tuesday. Is this for the position for the person that left? That okay. Yes. I'm so overwhelmed, y'all. I just found out one of my team members, her last day is August 15th. Aww. And my other coworker is also interviewing for the job. And he's already said mm -hmm. if he doesn't get it, he's gonna leave. So potentially I could walk into this role and have to replace my whole whole team, which is even more work. I'm um, taking off a semester from school next semester, and I'm contemplating mm -hmm. withdrawing from this current class because I'm just over. I had a whole breakdown, boohoo crying. So I got to make some changes, but I'm trying to, you know, still do stuff that I enjoy, like this podcast. So just keep me in prayer because I'm about to cry now, and I'm trying not to. Gotcha. Absolutely. You want to pray, pray now before you leave? Go ahead, Bishop. Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for this this group, this unity, the, the us as the worst ones, being able to come together and, and podcast and be able to fellowship, but also be able to be here for each other in each other's time of need, God. And we come to you on the behalf of Janessa, God. You already know the situation. You already know her feelings. You already know her anxieties. You already know the thoughts that's going through her head, God. But we ask that you give her a peace, God, that surpasses her understanding, God. Give her a calmness. Do not allow anxiety and, and overwhelming feelings to, to overtake her, God, but allow her to know that you already have the path clear for her, God. You already have the destiny set for her, God, and she just has to just walk into it here in the natural, God. And so we thank you for her future. We thank you for the interview that's coming up. God, we thank you for any decisions that she has to make, any things that she has to pull back from, anything that she has to add to. We thank you for all of it because we know that this struggle is not to break her down or to destroy her, God, but it's only to build her up and make her stronger, God. Mm -hmm. So we thank you for her. We thank you for her life. We thank you for the, 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 the will that you have for her life, God. And we are expecting a great end, and we cannot wait to hear the victorious finish that she has. And we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I look like we still recording. Her. You like, you oh, we are still recording. I didn't even realize that. You be carrying out with what you had. I felt that. What about to say I'm over here getting it all red? Right. You, you need to cut that out, honey. Take that with you, honey. I felt that pressure. Amen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, you you got it. You good. You good. Yeah, yeah you good. Amen. Just try to give y'all an update when I hear. Please gotcha. do, yeah. You definitely continue to be in our prayers. But that was a good covering there, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some chest in. <laughs> and a, and a, a flame of hottest <laughs> <and a great laughs> soda. <laughs> <And a> great <laughs> soda, right. <laughs> Look, we can have virtual church, right? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Top of the world. gentlemen to another episode of the worst ones podcast this is the place for us preachers kids to come and uh be the worst and we are four of the worst i, I, I don't mind taking top building as the worst unless terry wants it but we are here um my name is rudy wilson i'm a pk got janessa Rowland. she's a pk kelly leasy and terry wheezy they are both pks we all have amazing pastoral pastoral fathers in the business um how's everybody doing let's catch up janessa let's start with you miss honor roll what's popping janessa can you hear us um yeah it's kind of glitching a little bit but um i'm just really busy have a lot going on just right. a lot but i'm here and now my battery just said it's low <laughs> so Oh God, let me put the charger on. Okay. No That's problem. really my update is I'm here. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Kelly Leasy, how about yourself? I am great. Um last week in the summer, go back to work on Monday. Well, when this airs, I've I have been back to work. <laughs> um, um, but I had a wonderful summer. Just came back from New York with my grandmother. Um, celebrating her 80, 86th birthday. Oh, wow. uh, 
So we spent the week in New York. Um, so, yeah, so that was good. That was a great time. Um, did you go by your y'all too, or did your family? Just us go? Two. Yep. Nope, just us two. <laughs> yep. That's yep. Cute. Yeah. So you hit, up, hit up a lot of clubs, did you? Yep. We were yeah. out all night. Bet. Mm -hmm. Back in the hotel by seven o'clock every day. <laughs> We stayed in Times Square, and so I'm itching like, Grandma, like, <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. It's still light outside. <laughs> in Times Square, you didn't put on your pajamas like, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to go. I'll be back. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're staying in Times Square, like, the whole point of Times Square is to go down there at night when right. it's all lit up and all so she didn't do that at all well we can so we had a good view so she could see it from the window okay uh, <laughs> not really the same but, but no well we, you know maybe one night we were out there but most times and we stayed monday through friday so we were there all week um and so mm -hmm. a couple of nights i just kind of snuck out and went and exploring and mm -hmm. did some shopping and some eating and, um, on my own, so um, so it was fun. It was a great time. I say great time with my grandmother, just the two of us. Mm. Um, funded by uh, the pastors of the family. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was, it was good. Because um, it, it was, it was, it was their mother. It was your your dad. Yeah, it's their mother. Okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, my gotcha. dad and my uncle's mother. Gotcha. Um, and so she said she wanted a first class trip to New York. I said I can give it to you. Um, <laughs> they pay for it. Right. <laughs> have you spent a lot of time in New York? I have. Then why did you stay in Times Square? <laughs> because my my grandmother wanted the tourist. It was perfect for her in terms right. of just All the right. tourist thing. And again, being in bed by six, seven, and not having mm -hmm. to walk too far for things, it was it was perfect. But no, I've been to New York more times than I can than I can count. Mm -hmm. I had good times running through New York. Shout right. out to our producer. Right, right, but, right, 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 right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. She's the reason I've had so much experience in New right. York as well. Exactly. Shout, out, shout out to our producer. Good times running through New York, man. What's your what's your favorite part of New York? Um that's a good question. If, if grandma's not there, I mean. That's a good question. You know what? I am into entertainment and, and I, I enjoy that there's so many things to do. So I enjoy Broadway plays. Um so we went to go see The Lion King with my grandma, and I've seen oh, a lot yeah. before that. Um, mm. Love that. She loved mm -hmm. The Lion King. Um, and I enjoy just the, like, New York has just some of the coolest, like, restaurants, like mm -hmm. champagne in the bathroom. And, mm -hmm. you know, like, <laughs> just crazy stuff like that that yeah. I do love about New York that you just can't get anywhere else. And I enjoy, like... And Risa will probably disagree with me, but I enjoy the walking part of it. Like <laughs> just not having to like get in the car or figure this out. It's like just go out and walk and figure it out and go. So right, right, right. Um, I enjoy that, that part too. Yeah, because uh, I've that. I've been to New York quite a bit. And, uh huh. <clears throat> you know, anywhere that's too far to walk to, you just get a subway pass and just boom. Right. Right. No problem. I love the no car thing. No, I do. You, no worrying about parking. Or traffic right. or any of that. Yeah. When I came back last night and I went to go get some food, I'm like, I don't need I got a car. Mm -hmm. I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't want to do this. I, like, I, had a, I had a good time. Great summer. Like I said, it's the end of it, but wonderful time. I like the village myself. That's where I like to stay. When I okay. what, that's Greenwich Village. That's what they call it. Village. They're the same thing. Yeah, there's the East Village and the West Village. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. where you get like the best pizza, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, my grandma enjoyed New York pizza too. We had pizza about three, four nights. <laughs> has, she, has, she, has she been there prior to that? Or nope, first time. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep, first time. So, and then I was going to ask you too: Is your dad and, and Kerwin are they they don't they got other siblings? Yep. So they have two other brothers. They have an older brother and oh, a younger gotcha. brother. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yeah, good times. Uh oh. Uh, Terry Wayne. How about that? <sighs> Not a whole lot. Um, mainly it's just been family streaming in for like the last two months. Uh, today, as soon as we get off here, I have to immediately turn around and go into Nashville to meet her uncle who's in town now. Gotcha. So, yeah. And we're both like, all right, enough's enough. 
with <laughs> <laughs> and then her dad's supposed to come up next month gotcha. it's like we i mean we love family but after a while just, <laughs> it turns into a chore right <laughs> well i mean you know y'all are you know newlyweds that are in a new city it's like you know everybody want to come let's check out your your setup come visit mm-hmm. you it it'll go eventually, but I think for now y'all, y'all still got a little buzz going, so mm. you know. But that's cool. Um, I I ain't got much of nothing going on. Uh, not nothing new, at least. I'm going to a uh, a, uh, a a child's birthday party, which you know is also a a, a kickback for adults. Um, right. So <laughs> so, but yeah, that's people. For real, yeah, yeah. It's some people from my church. They um I've known them obviously for a while and even I've seen these kids get older. I mean, she's the girl's birthday today. I think she's maybe like 13 um today. Or whenever her actual birthday is. She I think she turned like 13, but I've definitely known her since she was at least probably four or five or something like that. So um so yeah, it'll be good to see them kick back, talk, laugh do adult things at, at kids' parties that happens. You know how that is. And, uh, you know, have a, as they say in the Flintstones, have a gay old time, you know? Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. But but as far as anything new, I, I, I don't have, I don't really have nothing too crazy going on. Um, let's see. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic. I, I'm assuming Kelly's, I don't know, maybe her, maybe her device died or something, so... I'm assuming she'll pop back in whenever, but I was having uh, some tech issues too. Yeah, yeah, it, but it, whatever you did, it, it worked because you do look much clearer now. So, okay. yeah, you good to go. All right, so let's talk about these prodigal millennials. Okay, leaving the church house. Well, we're we're, we're Tara. Are you a millennial? Where does it cut off at? Are you with us? I don't know. I've I've always considered myself to be like a Gen Xer because I think like I'm. I think I'm right on the line, but I don't. I don't think you can call yourself a millennial at 42. You know, it just doesn't doesn't seem right. Yeah, know? I mean, they they definitely keep moving the goalposts because like it it was a certain age, and they just they keep bumping it up and down or whatever. So, but yeah, but so us millennials, um, we're definitely. Uh, I can't even say leaving the church. We're just not even really going no more. And I and I know we've kind of talked about. I guess people not going as much in general for different reasons but i i personally believe that us uh millennials have stopped going because the um i guess the pressure is off i mean i know a lot of a lot of us grew up having to go to church just say in our day and age you know what i'm saying like whether you grew up with your grandma your mama whatever like if you stand in this house you're getting up on sundays going to church so i think there could be a little I ain't going to say rebellion, but there could be a little like now that that's not forced on me, you know, I'll just kind of go how I want to go. And then, you know, once you're like in the habit of doing something, it kind of becomes a habit. But when you get out of the habit of doing something, it kind of also becomes a habit that you've broken. And so, like, if you just say become an adult or go to college and don't go to church as much or, you know, and then after you get out of college, you don't go to church as much. And then now you got kids and the family and now it's even harder to get them up for church. So, so now you definitely ain't going to church as much. And then now you're growing up and it, this is just things that I'm even watching in my own family. Now you're dealing with, now you're raising kids who don't even really know nothing about church because, you know, they didn't, they wasn't really brought up in it because the parents didn't brought up in it. So, in my in my I guess opening statement, in my opinion, when it comes down to not so much everybody not going to church, but millennials specifically, um, I think there is some level of now that I'm grown and on my own, and and, and it's not forced. Uh, I'm just not going like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that's where we're at. I think it's a combination of a couple of things. I think part of it is what you said, Rudy. Um, And even with that being older, per se, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you were right. It's like you used to be forced. And if you lived under this house and you had to follow these rules Mm -hmm. and a lot of our peers, you know, we're all in our 30s, late 20s. Mm-hmm. Most of us might not even be living in our parents' house, so it's kind of like, well, we in our house is our rules, you know. 
right. if I decide to go, cool. If I decide not go, nobody's going to beat me over the head with it. You know, you might get a phone call from a parent saying, well, where were you today? Or what church did you go to today? But um, like, that's the extent of what they, you know, they can actually do. They can't force you to go. So I think that's part of it. Um, I also think COVID played a really big part of it. Um, mm -hmm. You got into a routine, like you said, of not going. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because, you know, it was because we couldn't go, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like that for years. Um, mm -hmm. At this point, it's kind of sometimes hard to believe that the pandemic lasted a couple of years. We was at home for a few years. But mm -hmm. over that time period, you get used to online church or maybe a small group Bible study or maybe just mm -hmm. not going all together. Mm -hmm. um, and I think COVID also showed a lot of people that you don't have to go to church to be in relationship with God. Mm -hmm. um, and so that kind of takes a different type of pressure off that, oh, you, I mean, it was never like this, but you know, oh, you got to go to church so you can talk to God, so you can pray. Like the pandemic really showed everybody or a lot of people that that necessarily wasn't the case. And so now as some churches are trying to usher back into this in-person setting, um, you know, a lot of the younger people are kind of like, we was able to do it <laughs> years this way. Right. I'm not pressed to necessarily come back and do it that way. Um, and so I think that has also played a role in it. And then I will say for myself, one thing that I noticed, like I wouldn't have even the pandemic allowed me to do some things that I typically have not been able to do because I was one of those people who lived in the church. Mm. Literally every day we had dance rehearsal at one point we had dance rehearsal seven days a week and mm. it got to a point where wow they yeah it was and it got to a point where the church changed the rules that we had to be out the church by 10 o'clock because it was like mm. a safety issue we would be at practice till two o'clock in the morning what a bunch of you know be a group of women just walking out on the parking lot and they felt like it was two in the morning what 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 we were serious, okay? We were traveling <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> we were choreographing for other people. We were doing a lot. Wow. And so they made this rule where you had to, all church activities had to end at 10 p.m. unless it, you know, was um, approved or whatever. Right. But even when that happened, you know, us being young folks, well, we going to go to such and such house. Oh, you a principal at somebody's school. Oh, right. I, you can use my gym. I'll open up the school. You know, we were, we were still kind of all over the place, um, activities, outreach, like just, it was church, church, church all the mm -hmm. time. And I used to joke, mm -hmm. my man would either have to be the UPS man, like FedEx, um, <laughs> you know, Amazon Prime, where they have to be at the church, because those were the only two places I, I would really spend a lot of my time. Gotcha. But when the pandemic hit, um, that's actually what has allowed me to go to school. It's mm -hmm. allowed me to be able to do this podcast, because at one point we were recording on Wednesdays and typically, you know, Wednesdays was Bible study day. Mm -hmm. um, and just some of the other stuff, gardening, I got into that during the pandemic. Um, and so I feel like that, that time kind of gave me time to do other stuff. Mm -hmm. And while I'm not saying that I do go to church most Sundays, um, unless I'm just completely swamped and then I'll watch it online. But I just, sometimes feel like that in-person quote-unquote church culture at least the church culture i came from was very overwhelming sometimes mm. and i'm not saying that i don't want to participate in church but it's just like i've had to reevaluate where i put all my time and, and how i do things differently mm -hmm. and i've kind of shifted i do feel like this podcast in some ways shape or form is a form of ministry Mm -hmm. um, so it's not, you know, just cause I'm not at the church or <laughs> seven, I don't feel like I'm not spreading the word or talking about God or in relationship with him. It's just in a different way. And I think mm -hmm. some millennials may, may be doing that too. And maybe mm -hmm. not, I might be the only one. <laughs> well, there is more than two of us. So, <laughs> you know. yeah, no, no you de you're definitely not the only one for sure. You definitely not. I think it's just the, it's too much. It's, it's, <clears throat> Young, the younger you are, the more information you have in this timeline, right? 
just because my generation was the last one to to live without the internet and then live with the internet that we were the ones that kind of bridged that information age you know because my first internet connection was obviously dial up um same for us right. (laughs) right so uh i just think they have so much information right now it's hard for anybody to kind of discern what's right and what's wrong as mm. far as not just not just morally or not just religiously i mean with anything because mm. uh, there's so much information and so many opinions and mm. so many facts out there uh that are just wrong that mm. are just and i don't mean morally wrong i mean just incorrect mm. uh, but if you put that in a format that sounds official or looks like it has authority behind it people just you know hook line sinker mm-hmm. so i think that definitely hurt you know not just christianity but a lot of religions uh yeah and to your point terry i think the expansion of uh virtual service even before the pandemic just in the ter- form of technology has greatly expanded from when we were kids Mm -hmm. Um, so where when we were kids you might have to watch tv in at a certain time to catch a message absolutely you can catch a message at any time you go on youtube you go to the church website you can get an app podcast um whatever you can boop 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 watch sermon whenever when Mm -hmm. that church is on demand now (laughs) (laughs) it's on demand Mm-hmm. You can and, stream and, it. And even to that point with the internet, not only you could just say catch a whole sermon, but even if just say you don't want a whole sermon, but you just need a little snippet. Like you got little clips of the little five minutes out of the whole hour they may have preached or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That that was just for you and your situation right there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I can just get this off of YouTube, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of it just it just kind of makes going in obsolete and like i said we, we we definitely grew up in that age where we had the the tbn and you got to catch and even then your church got to be big enough to even be on there you know what i'm saying yeah, like only most, the biggest church yeah most churches ain't even on there you know what i'm saying like you you, you catching the td jakes noel jones the whoever whoever's but you're not really getting just say your own pastor but now you can get your own pastor right on facebook live or yeah YouTube the or little whatever, you know. 500 member church down the street no problem they've got yeah. their own pages their own stream they, they, they have a five member church they, they right. still, wouldn't they, matter they still they still pop yeah. isn't that isn't that uh the the pastor that we we talked about it before the pastor that got robbed on his live stream or whatever in New York. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that his whole setup was like, he didn't have like a physical church. They just did it all online. No, I think it was people. It was people there. It was people. There. Was there? Yeah. Supposedly, mm-hmm. supposedly, but from what I heard, it was just like a studio room that somebody ran up into, but oh, I don't anyway, know. but yeah, there are, there are churches like that now where it's just a studio and you just preach at a camera. Mm-hmm. I think um, for me personally, um, well, I want to talk about me personally, just in general. I think some of the points that you made in terms of time um, and just the switching culture um, with we can get things immediately um, and I can get things when I want it, kind of how I want it, where it's it's even with work, you know, a nine to five to some extent is like a, a older school model, mm-hmm. you know, where growing up with our parents, that's all they knew. Mm-hmm. You know, now people make so much money, make money in so many different ways. It doesn't involve them having a nine to five, doesn't involve them even getting dressed mm-hmm. <laughs> and or leaving the house in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, that now that idea of for me, I can see that idea of, okay, I got to get up. It takes me an hour to get ready. It takes me 30 minutes to get there, to park, to go in. You know, then there's this service and then, you know, this four or five hour block of time where like you guys were talking about, I can get it immediately and just on my phone from my bed at any time that I want to. So Mm -hmm. I don't even have to log in at 10 o'clock for the 10 o'clock service. Mm At 11.36, I can turn on (laughs) any sermon that I want want without all of the 
extra stuff that I right. have to do in life. Right. You know, well, church growing up for me, you know, was this whole day kind of ordeal, you know, mm -hmm. for you to get up and get ready and go and, you know, all of that that we talked about, where now it can be, you know, an hour, five minutes, 56, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. right here from my bed. And so I think kind of like what we talked about, like, that's one one reason for a shift. My friend randomly sent me an article today, real randomly sent me an article this morning, and I didn't even know what the topic was, but it was about why don't people go to church mm. anymore? And the theme of that article was that people are so um, focused on success. And success has to do with how much money you make mm -hmm. and what your profession is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't align with mm -hmm. how much money you make and what your profession is. Mm. Absolutely. so with that, um, church no longer becomes a priority. Church mm -hmm. no longer becomes, you know, high in value because mm -hmm. it doesn't align to what it is to be successful now mm -hmm. in terms of, and that's always, you know, but mm -hmm. how much money you make, what is your job? Um, and so people are not going to church um, because there's other things that I can do that supports mm -hmm. financial success, mm -hmm. whether it's rest, whether Sunday is mm -hmm. I'm going to sleep in, you mm -hmm. know, get my rest for, you know, or whatever, um, or whether it's, you know, I'm out grinding, doing something else. Mm -hmm. And so they were saying that, um, like I said, the theme of that article was that that was one of the reasons why, you know, people weren't going to church. And so right. in the end, their solution was um the church being a source of work for people mm. um and so in the church being a you know a community or having a community a church community where you know they employ a lot of people to mm. help in the community mm -hmm. um was kind of their end thing mm -hmm. and so um which is interesting because even when i think of you know, my dad's church, which is smaller than my uncle's church, you know, and it's like I said, we've always talked about it's a business and we have people that are full time on staff. You know, we have HR and, and mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so but in terms of just kind of employment, in terms of. How do I want to say it, that didn't sound right in my head. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but right, but they employ people, like I said, right. but it's probably 10 to 15, 20 people, you know, right, that, right. They, that they employ, you know, beyond all of their churches. So, like I said, it was just, it was just interesting where they kind of just compared church to people aren't seeing the benefit of going anymore because right. it doesn't make me money. It doesn't, you know, you've lost the whole essence of church and spirituality and all of that but mm -hmm. again their end goal was building the church as a community resource where you are employing people at the church um to make money hey y'all sorry to interrupt but we have a few church announcements follow us on instagram at the worst ones pk new content coming soon we also have a tiktok at the worst ones pk no content yet but continue to check us out if you want to, no, when you listen to our podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. So make sure you type in the Worst Ones Podcast and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500,422 followers. We love you so much. Now, back to the show. We've talked about the whole streaming church and its validity thing several times before. Uh, but when when you look at the polls uh, that they take for the younger generations that are coming up now, it's just a lot of a lot less people w identify themselves as being religious mm. than they're used to. Be. Well, that's true. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's I mean, that's just what's happening. I thought that was going to be the main focus, but. Is are is like why? Why is religion losing its its place? Yeah, I I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was I was say I think it also ties into I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before, but one of the last two episodes we did in reference to like uh, things that you heard growing up and then that you may question now or do you still believe it now or whatever growing the church. I think even a lot of that plays into people's 
new belief system or whatever or their mindset because for one if, if you're already questioning what you've learned and then with the internet you're now being exposed to you know this whole because every time i talk to somebody about god or anything they're gonna always bring up it's missing books of the bible they're gonna always bring up you know just just like it's like certain things like checklists of things that anybody who's like complaining or, or or against it or whatever like that like it's certain things they all bring up and these are people who i'm not even having the same conversation with it's people don't who don't even know each other but it's like everybody got the same complaints and and oh i don't need this i don't have to go to church to do this or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. but then back in the day i think these options of even having these different mindsets weren't even available maybe they were out there but because the, the internet and you know and, and exposure wasn't as high you just didn't hear about it so you just kind of grow up in your own little bubble and you especially if you grew up in a church going household you know and, and your parents are preachers and whatever else you know you just following suit that's just, but that's just like if you're you know if you would have grew up in a trap house you know what i'm saying and your parents was drug dealers or whatever like you probably would you know be more leaning towards that so like we us as millennials for sure and of course generations before us but us to terry's point having a version of the old school and the new school we experienced just say the traditional going to church like because it almost felt mandatory like i remember when i first went to college like i would be going to church sometimes just because of like obligation i just felt like this is what you're supposed to do on sundays you know what i'm saying or like if i didn't go to watch night service on new year's eve like my whole year was gonna be bad you know what i'm saying <laughs> And I remember my, I think I talked about this before. I remember missing my first watch night because I think the church I was going to didn't have one and I just didn't bother to go try to find another one. And I was like, let me just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I don't go, like, is God going to strike me? Is You know what I'm saying? Is this going to be the worst year of my life? And I think it ended up being a really good year, actually, that, that year. <laughs> but, but there is some level of tradition and routine. And routine. You could mute yourself real quick, Terry. Your background is like, uh, but there is some level of tradition and routine that that comes out of just say just going every Sunday, but um, but like, but because there's more exposure to other options and even other ways of thinking and and other beliefs and even other you know uh, just whatever 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 it is that people feel you know, in general, like they, they're more leaning towards that. We talked about the, the Zodiac. We talked about the crystals. We talked about manifesting. We talked about the sage, the, you know, Palo Santos, whatever it's called. Like even all of these things are people, people use these for more of this, just say the spiritual side of the spiritual connection. Some people even feel like even if just say like they still have a relationship with God, they feel like those things bring them closer to God than going to church. You know what I'm saying? Then you got people who went to churches that gave them a bad experience or, you know, or hurt them or whatever the case may be. And so like, there's so much damage control that has to happen when it comes down to getting somebody to go to church. You know what I'm saying? It almost even makes you as a church goer, not even want to have to put up with the fight. Cause it's like, man, I, you know, I got it. Like you, you, you already damaged goods. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't even want to have to try to convince you of my, what I believe and how I think, because I know that your experience was different from mine and so it's going to be hard for me to convince you of that you can have a different experience because you know like i said because of your experience and because of the exposure the internet gives for what seems to be just say a better option yeah i would i would also add to that both to you and uh terry's points like the societal norms have kind of changed mm -hmm. and as um more things are being seen as nor or being normalized or being accepted. Some of some of the things are directly challenging what at least is taught in a in the Christian church. Mm -hmm. And kind of what you were saying, well, we was raised thinking this way, and now maybe you're um, experiencing something else or have a different opinion or idea. And then you have society maybe co-signing or we're not how you are already thinking at this new stage. Mm. I think that's also influencing um, a lot of people. Oh, I was like, what is that? But it's your cat <laughs> <laughs> in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's something new that I have just kind of recently started thinking about. Um, 
was just how what is culturally appropriate i don't know maybe for lack of a better word maybe there's something else mm. is being more accepted than what has been taught in the church and people agree with that more than what they may have taught or what the bible teaches or what the church teaches and they are just choosing to go in a different direction mm-hmm. um, so i just think that's another layer to all the stuff that we've been saying today Nah, for sure i even 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 going back to the um like I said, just the whole routine thing. I, I think that when, when you kind of get exposed, even with the work, like people, people much rather the employees and even the companies are much rather allowing people to work from home if, if that's possible. We ain't got to pay rent on this building and light bills and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever like that. We can just provide you with the system, the software, whatever, and and still get the job done at home. And you can accept calls from home. You can be customer service from <laughs> home. You can you know, you can do everything from home. And so like Kelly was saying. Like, that's what my not, wife does. My wife works from home. Right. But it's like, it's like, why, why get up and put on clothes? Because like I said, if you, if you go into church, like it's, you're talking about several hours blocked out of your day. And especially if you're somebody who works all week or whatever like that, like church would probably be more attended if it was just during the week like if instead of a wednesday night bible study if just during wednesday or something like that it was just the church service and then people could just have the whole saturday and sunday to themselves mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like people would probably buy into that more because you almost feel like i'm sacrificing a whole day because after church now i gotta prepare for monday mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i gotta wash clothes or cook or get ready for bed do the homework i didn't do or you know what i'm saying whatever like I, I'm, I'm 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 now it's now the the scramble of let me get back to the Monday shenanigans again. So it's really almost like your week. Your weekend is like Friday night and and all day Saturday. But then, if you're involved heavy in church, like you know I am, or even Janessa was when they was practicing for 85 hours a day, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like your Saturdays may be taken up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like now you've got leadership meetings or church cleanups or this rehearsal or that. Mm-hmm. Rehearsal. You know what I'm saying like so it it literally just then consumes you know, every day. And then now you maybe you get burnt out, you know what I'm saying? And you just like, man, I need a break. Uh, and, and I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's so many factors that I think can, can lead people away. Uh, but I think the, I think people are definitely out of tradition now. Like nobody wants to just do the traditional thing or the routine thing, just because that's what is quote unquote supposed to be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think even for people who want, a stronger relationship with God, they don't want to necessarily have to sacrifice their Sunday, you know what I'm right. saying, to do that. Like let's, like you said, let's let's have a a, a breakout room on Zoom and the, the five of us have a little Bible study, you know what I'm saying? Or let's meet up over such and such house and we can, you know, have snacks and have Bible study or whatever like that. But we're all looking for convenience, especially since Amazon then came around and you can or DoorDash and all these, you know what I'm saying? Like you can get anything dropped off at your door. Nobody's really trying to leave the house unless they just have to. And then I was going to say this one last thing. Even when it comes down to like, just say football games or basketball games or comedy shows or even going to the movies, like some of those things are like, it's, you have a better experience. Like if you go in person, but the difference is none of those things you have to go to every week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like when you, most people who go to a football or Falcons game or something like that, you going once a year, if not once every several years, you know what I'm saying? So when you go, it's like, man, this feels good to be here amongst other fans and we're cheering. And by, But when you go to church every single week for 52 weeks and watch night service and, you know, Bible study and practicing the two in the morning and, you know what I'm saying, whatever, like you can you can really get burned out, especially if you were forced to do that your whole childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something something that's kind of. I don't know. I feel some type of way about it sometimes. Um, I know with my church, I don't know what the proper term is, but after the sermon, like, you know, of course they do the invitation to discipleship, but then it's kind of like my mom gives a recap and then they got the announcements and then they go through the prayer list and then they do the offering. It's like just a whole bunch of stuff. And one of the say, things, yeah, I got that's a lot going on at the sermon. <laughs> when I watch the sermon online, as soon as you know mm-hmm. the invitation to 
discipleship <laughs> it's over. <laughs> right. And when I go to church, sometimes, you know, I, I will be on a high. I'll be like, oh, yeah, Danny, you preach that. But then right. I'll be like, we got to sit here for another 30 to 45 minutes. <laughs> right. No, I feel you. I had, I had the same experience last week. So I enjoy church. Um, growing up in the church, I enjoy like going to visit new churches and just kind of seeing the setup of the service and, you know, just all of that. And so went to a new church, um, last week, um, Bronner brothers. Yeah. Y'all know Bronner brothers hair care. So, uh, mm -hmm. one of the brothers has a church here. So I went to his church, oh. not far from my house, about 10 minutes from my house. Um, they had a guest pastor, good service, um, started at 11, um, Good service. About 1230 to get the guest pastor, you know, went a little long, but was wrapping up. Should have been done about 1240. And, you know, pray us on out. I, I, I like to get my benediction and my covering for the week and let's go. <laughs> but then it was another 30 minutes of other stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> now, now. <laughs> we were good. I was right. with you for the hour 30, hour 45 minutes. Right, but even right. beyond that, I'm like, all right, y'all pushing it. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> and I think right. that's that's where I am now too. Is like, I enjoy going to church, but now I was like, I want a good 90 minute service. Mm. Give me something more than a 90 minute service. And I'm like, this too much. But then I feel bad because, right, I go to church from 12, you know, 11 to 12, 30 for my 90 minute service. And then you catch me at brunch at two and I'm there till seven. <laughs> well, that's because we're, church we're no, doesn't we're no have complaints. a right. That's, that's the true. problem. True, indeed, true, true indeed, Terry. You know, and so then sometimes I've I always said guilty. church should have an open bar at the back. You, you have more people there, and they stay for a lot longer. But then people be at a different state of mind for church. Right, exactly. They gonna feel some type of ghost. I don't know <laughs> what, but <laughs> some spirits, but right. Um, but yeah, so I like, so I'm, I so feel you. Cause I'm like, and, and I'm not a virtual church watcher. And I think I, I've, I've said this, like my attention span, I just, mm. I just can't like, mm. I'm going to be the one cooking breakfast. Mm. I'm going to be mm. the one washing clothes and folding mm. clothes, you know, texting, scrolling through Instagram. Mm. Like I'm not going to sit here and do church at the house. So mm. I don't even try. Like I used to try to say, I'm going to go to church virtually on Sunday. Right. Right. I'm not going to do it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm like, but I, I'm so stuck in 90 minutes and I'm stuck in too. Again, I enjoyed their church, but their church was more um, traditional, more formal where I felt like I had to put on a nice dress and I had mm. to, you know, where other churches that you can go to now, I could throw on some jeans and a t-shirt going mm -hmm. in and we cool, mm -hmm. you know? And so it cuts off some of that. Um, that thought process in terms of what it looks like going into church when I'm like, okay, I really got to get ready. Let me put on some makeup. Let me do mm -hmm. that, you know, and, mm -hmm. and again, and I get, I know we've talked about, you know, how you come into the Lord's house, mm -hmm. but I am set on come as you are, whether I want to put on a nice church dress or if I want to wear jeans and a t-shirt, I want to feel comfortable, you know, coming mm -hmm. into coming into the church. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, for me as a millennial, millennial, I think that's part of the um, one of the factors of why I may not go to church either. Some of those more traditional churches, I'm mm -hmm. like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the service. Um, would I come back? Somebody invited me. And so, of course, when they were asking, like, oh, are you going to come back? Are you going to join? And I'm like, you know, I'll come back and hear the pastor preach because I do want to hear the pastor preach. Right. Would I join? Mm, excellent service, you know. <laughs> yeah, not for me. Right. I can roll up to this other church. It's gonna be ninety minutes. I'm gonna wear my jeans. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna right, be out. Right. Well, right. Um, judgment might come into it too, because, well, I mean, because like you said, if if I came to one of your churches and I was just all in sweatpants and, and a hoodie. You know, sometimes there's there's you know that feeling of judgment you get because. You know, maybe that's not how they do things or mm -hmm. show some respect or that or that. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I happen to just, my opinion, uh, some of the younger generations coming up here, they're fine with, you know, being picked on online or maybe they're the ones picking on people online. But you put them in face to face with a person with real mm -hmm. human judgment, right. mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
somebody with social anxiety isn't gonna isn't gonna respond well to mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. it's a and lot different to type something in the comments section there's another thing to see you know miss otis right here in front of your face saying go put on shirt and tie before you right. come you know what i mean no. And funny thing, random thing, but when you say in sweatpants, I don't know what it is with this like younger generation, like these teenagers now, but all they wear is hoodies. Mm -hmm. No matter the season, <laughs> no matter the weather. Scorcher and hot. They still like, hoodies. And they have on a hoodie mm -hmm. with the hood up. Right. And I'm like, what is like what is <laughs> it's they need a safe space but it's more than just like one or two like you know you understand it from one or two but it's like a right. whole generation of just right, like right. <laughs> at a hundred degree weather and i'm like right you right to, look you know, it all and changes and it's all dumb okay right, just, when know. when i was in high school if you wore black socks people made fun of you constantly mm. oh what are you european hey nice socks dad like nobody wore black socks now if you wear white socks it's the same thing in reverse right mm. it's it, all stupid doesn't it, matter. it changes but but to your point that you've talked about terry a lot of times even about the hat you know and how mm. it made you feel that time where someone put on your hat you know just even thinking about just again the younger generation growing up that don't even dress according to the weather outside <laughs> <laughs> them coming into church if that's something that they choose to do you know i don't even know if they'll understand the they don't, they don't really get dressed up for nothing these days mm, right um <laughs> you know and just understanding that piece and so i think again for me um as a millennial i do still go to church regularly and then there was a block of time where I, ain't, I, I COVID. Well, yeah, 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 sure. That's COVID. what it was. Right. <laughs> COVID, look at the COVID. But since the beginning of the year, I've been good going regularly. And again, I enjoy church, but I also, I've also gotten out of the, I have to just check it off on my list. Like, okay, I went to church because, like Janessa said, somebody's going to ask me, hey, what did you do today? Or, hey, my dad's going to say, did you go to church today? He actually mm -hmm. didn't ask me that recently. But, anywho, <laughs> I, um, but to me, it's more about what aligns with where I am now. And mm -hmm. the more traditional churches um, just isn't where I am now. Right. I want the right. more, like I said, come as you are. If I mm -hmm. want to dress up, you know, and put on a nice dress and wear heels and do my makeup and all of that and go to church in my Sunday's best, cool. If I want to church start at one, I woke up at 1230, you know, got ready in 20 minutes mm -hmm. and put on my fit and kept it moving. I want to do that, too. And mm -hmm. again, and I also don't want all the extra fluff. Give me the service. Give me the sermon. Give me some good music. You know, you can text me the announcements for the week and I can read them. <laughs> the announcement, I can tithe online. I can tithe, right. We don't even need the whole 10 minute ties no more. Put up the text to give <laughs> number. After a while, after a while, y'all gonna want them to mail communion through the mail. Like send me the <laughs> Just send it here. Yeah. I'll take it at the same time as y'all do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. My dad said, just get you some juice and a piece of bread from the pantry and come so, on with it. Well, listen, we know Mr. Chapstick. Now, he, 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 no, he a, a chip. No, you get your communion through Amazon. They'll have Amazon. Right, right. 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 But I'm saying. Get you a cracker, get you a chip, get you a little juice, whatever you got in there. Go on a and chip. Take you see somebody with a flame hot Cheeto <laughs> and great and grape soda. Exactly. Whatever it is, we gonna this bless is, this it. Is, this is the body. <laughs> the flaming hot body. <laughs> we gonna bless it and keep it moving, honey. That's chapter. <laughs> I will say, while in some areas, church still be dragging it out a little bit. I will say for communion, one thing they have done on first Sundays is if you come in, when you come in, they hand it to you. Because mm -hmm. I remember, Rudy, I don't know if you remember back at New Beginning, like all the deacons would have to come up and then they have to get a tray and then they got to line up and then nobody got to, and then they go down to each aisle, you know, and then you got to to clean up and everything like that. And I do, I do feel like in some ways my church has streamline some things but mm. in other ways you know they could, they could and, and back in the day day before they put the cup and the thing together you had the, the plate of the the crackers that you yep. had to get and then mm -hmm. the plate of the cups that you got. Mm -hmm. yeah it was a whole thing like right so and it was thing. yeah 
And now they have the thing where you can, you know, everybody use that same little styrofoam mm. thing. Styrofoam, yeah, a little paper plate that you eat. Um, right. <laughs> that's kind of easier to throw away. Right, and right. Said, and, but yeah, I definitely the church like good word that streamlines things because. That extra stuff that we used to have, everybody got to get up and walk around to the front mm-hmm. and pay your tides. And yes. I don't have the time. I can't. I, can't <laughs> I, do them. I used to always say that was the fashion show because that's what right. People. It was, and, <laughs> and that, and again, that was the part of even before you even get to church, thinking about what I what I'm aware and what I'm gonna look like and mm-hmm. all of this because right, I got this debut in front of the church mm-hmm. and. <laughs> You mm-hmm. know, I got to stop and talk to the mothers on the front mm-hmm. row with the first lady. And get <laughs> right, right, right. Like. I got to show everybody. I know everybody. Hey, right, exactly. <laughs> pass the wave at me. Hey, Pastor. Right. <laughs> but, mm-mm. I want to yeah. come in, sit down, <laughs> text the gift. Yeah. <laughs> text the gift. <laughs> and you know, you know what's crazy? I, I sincerely, because I'm, and I'm really lazy when it comes down to, to getting dressed especially like on a weekly basis thing. So I actually am glad that I have a uniform. Like I got a, because uh, I, with the audio video, like I got a shirt, a shirt I always wear. Mm-hmm. I throw on a pair of, you know, cargo shorts or something like that. I'm ready for church. I don't even, and I, and I, and I appreciate that. And I know everybody doesn't get that experience, but I'm to your point about having to pick out an outfit. I'm glad I don't have to go through that process. Right. I, I know what I'm wearing every Sunday. It's, right. every, it's, it's one of these two shirts. Pair, you know, cargo shorts, some shoes. I'm out the door. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's it is a whole task, especially back in the day when you putting on Sunday's best. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? A suit and tie or dress, a church hat, gloves. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. it's yeah, I ain't never had to do that. I ain't never yeah, yeah, you're right, 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 right. Oh I mean, yeah, you know. And as a woman, you had to have that uh, that clear nail polish in case you had to run in your stockings or had extra. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a whole task. It's yeah. a whole, it's a whole thing, and I think now again, like you said, with with just things being so efficient and things being so immediate and I can get groceries to my door in 30 minutes and, and whatever, just to take four or five hours, you know, to do it on a Sunday for me as a millennial just doesn't sound as appealing. I mm-hmm. love the Lord. I love church. I love service. I love a good praise and worship. I love a good sermon. I love a good But word. not as much as you love brunch. Um, <laughs> no, I love that more than brunch, but I enjoy a good brunch. But I like, but I like staying at brunch longer. Is what you know, it means. Right. <laughs> you know, just the time it takes to brunch, you know, right. a little different. But, <laughs> but I do. I need it. I, I yeah. I, that's just where I am now. Yeah. In some of those more traditional formal churches, I don't see how they they stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it may. Yeah. It, 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 oh, go ahead, Janice. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Now, I do feel like there is a place for those traditional churches mm-hmm. because there are still, you know, some some millennials, but mainly older people who like that tradition. Mm-hmm. They might not be as technologically savvy, mm-hmm. or you know, they might not have the latest iPhone. They might have a life alert phone, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Um. So you know, I think there's a place for them, but. I think the challenge comes in like longevity. Once that right. generation kind of mm-hmm. transitions on, what does that mean for your church? Mm-hmm. You don't adapt or, you know, evolve. That church may just fade away mm-hmm. because all the younger people are going to these non-traditional churches or virtual churches or not any church at all. Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that traditional churches have to keep in mind, but for the time being, you know, there is a place for them in, in certain communities. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's definitely a hard balance to figure out um, because what I was going to say to Kelly's point, um, I think churches may have to kind of, I don't want to say they have to, but they may start to, uh, I guess, become more hybrid, like maybe, just say out of the four Sundays to, you know, mm-hmm. to be in service, to be, mm-hmm. you know, just all virtual. But then I know like, especially like for a smaller church, like how my dad's church is like, there's anything can happen on a, on a Sunday in the sense of like, you never know like what person is going to walk through that door who needed something, you know what I'm Absolutely. saying? But, but if y'all at the house and didn't have service cause it's virtual or whatever, 
Do they have to wait until, you know what I'm saying, the time y'all going to be there? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like there is, a, I guess, a necessity for just say even a hub for people to come to for help. Um, but I but I do think it's finding a balance with being able to provide that hub, but not um, not being so stuck in tradition and routine that, like you say, you're wearing out the people who are already in the cycle of going to church and stuff like they, you know, you can you can kind of create convenience for them while still. Like I said, being being there physically for somebody who may need to, you know, need the help. And for the people who are just who are working at the church or whether they're employed or volunteering or whatever, you may have more of a sacrifice on your hands and have to sacrifice your Sunday and stuff like that. Um, but it's in reference to like longevity, you know, standing the test of times, having, you know, members, whatever the case may be. Uh, if, if some level of shift doesn't happen where people just start going back to church altogether, it's either going to become like we've talked about before a church just being only a studio and everything being virtual, or at least I think in my opinion, at least a hybrid version where you split the time and maybe like, so you do a little bit in actually live in service, a little bit uh, online. Maybe you just do church once a month and you just give, you know, like assignments or whatever, like during the sermon, this is what I'm preaching about, but I also want you to go look up this, the next the next three weeks or something you know what i'm saying and whatever like that and then come back and then we'll talk about it or something i don't know you know what i'm saying but i but it, there is some level of adjustment that has to make that you that has to be made but i think the fear especially for a lot of pastors is losing the maybe just say the the uh i don't know if you want to call it the sanctity or the the just whatever, whatever that value is that, that 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 especially an old school person sees in going to the physical building for church, they're afraid of losing that. Trying to cater to just say a new audience at the same time, you know what I'm saying? So well, it's like anything else in the world. As it changes and progresses, you have to evolve or you get left behind. That's all. There is mm-hmm. to it. So, I agree. I think there's a balance, um, and I think. Well, church- go ahead. I I was just saying, considering you know the poll numbers. And how many people don't even define themselves with religion anymore? Mm. I say you take, you know, those steps to keep what you have and take what you can get. That's what I think. Yeah. But hey, anyway, hey. I I have to go. Uh, I have to be somewhere in forty five minutes. That takes forty minutes to get there. So. All right. It's nice seeing you guys again. I'll put my twos up. You can. <laughs> You can mm-hmm. I CGI yeah. those and then post. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll see you guys next. All right. Bye. Uh, what? As we close, what I was going to say, <laughs> that, th- things are definitely getting really convenient because even when he was just talking about the polls, I mean, I'm sure like even, you know, voting a lot of times you ain't got to go in no more, you know, even like at the DMV, like I, I renewed my registration. <laughs> I renewed my car registration at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you ain't got to wait on lines no more. Like it's, right. it's everything in life is kind of making us want that convenience even more. And so, like you said, it's, I think with church you have to find that yeah. balance. Like what exactly is the the you know the line that you can teeter where you're not going too much off script, but but not too traditional where you you know. And I think it depends on your congregation. It depends on your people. And I mm. think it's the pastor having a good feel of the community, having a good feel mm. of his congregation, his families, mm. Um, mm. you know, to, to know what they need, to know, um, you know, how what best suits them at this moment, you mm. know, and then realizing that year by year, um, especially when you get to three, four, five years, that that's going to change. Like Jeanette mm-hmm. said, as some of the older trend, as some of the older generation transitions, you know, how do you keep the next generation of people? So right. I think it's really on pastors to be in tune um, with their church in the community um, and just culture, just mm-hmm. to figure out what what works best for them. No, for sure. Yep. Not for sure. All righty. Well, Kelly Lee, I like Janessa, I'm froze. Uh, yep. <laughs> at princess kells 51 um still private probably forever private private <laughs> private forever uh janessa i don't know if you can you oh you okay there you go okay are you there kind of 
at J Rihanna double underscore <laughs> for Janessa. Yeah, I can't hear you. I just froze. Would you find me? Janessa double wait, J Rihanna double underscore. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> we right. have fun over there. We have fun <laughs> over there. <laughs> uh, and then shout out to Terry Wayne. You can follow him at Terry Wayne Comedy on all social media. And if you want to purchase his book. Amazon.com. His book is entitled Unclaimed Ashes. Uh, once again, please uh, support our audio um, on Spotify. I just learned this recently. Thanks to my mom. So on Spotify, you can leave a like a five star rating on like Apple Podcasts and other stuff. They don't really have ratings. But if when you you know listen to it or, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever activity they allow you to do on audio on the different apps, just do that. Whatever it is. It's different on different ones, but support the YouTube, but support the audio because we need it. All right. Um, we appreciate you guys listening each and every week. We are the worst ones, but we out. Oh, hey. Hey. Top of the world. Oh,